Hey, it's Rachel Cook, your modern mentor. I'm the founder of Lead Above Noise, a firm specializing in helping teams and organizations create better working experiences that activate stronger results. So now that we're in full back-to-school swing, I am spending my time on the sidelines watching my daughter race. She's a distance runner, and some of her races go on for miles. And in watching her, which is frankly as close as I will ever come to distance running myself, I notice that I pay a ton of attention to the beginning and the end, her start and her finish. The stuff in the middle? Please don't tell her, but I kind of lose the thread. What's interesting is that the stuff in the middle is just as important. Every step she takes impacts equally the outcome of her race, but I can't help it. My attention is called to the bookends. And really, this same thing happens at work. Like, we all work the same 12 months, the same four quarters. But be honest, doesn't it feel like the first and fourth quarters just carry a little more weight? We are, quite unbelievably to me, rolling into yet another fourth quarter, and many eyes are on the work that we do in this final push of the year. And leaders, or even just citizens, want to make sure this quarter really counts. Frankly, I think the secret to a winning Q4 is getting one's team or oneself focused, aligned, and on purpose. And this is where Simon Sinek's golden circle becomes your best friend. I've used it with dozens of leadership teams, and today I'd love to walk you through how you can use it to your advantage. So here's how it works. Picture three concentric circles. The outermost ring is your what, the middle ring is your how, and your innermost circle is your why. What makes this tool so powerful is that it's not about uncovering ways to do more or effort harder. No, it forces clarity, prioritization, and purpose. So your whole team, or self, is working together toward a focused set of goals. So let's start with your what. This is all about your goals, your results, outcomes, and outputs. As you think about the balance of this year, what has your team already delivered? And what are truly just the one or two things that could tie a bow around it all? There are some points in the year that are ripe for imagining and thinking big and expansive things. This is not that point in the year. Here, we want to focus, to prioritize, to get to the essence of what you most need to deliver. So here are some questions you might use with your team or yourself to facilitate the conversation that gets you all on the same page. What is most expected of us by customers, partners, shareholders, etc. by the end of this year? What will deliver the biggest impact to a meaningful goal? What is the unique value that this team and this team alone can bring to the organization? I did this exercise recently with a sales team, and we uncovered some interesting disconnects. In response to the what questions, some members of the team believed their primary goal was to maximize total transactions. So they were making decisions designed to chase volume. The greater the number of buyers, the better. While other members of the team believed their primary goal was to chase profitability which often meant fewer sales, fewer buyers, but more dollars per sale. Your team may do something really different, but the real question here is, are you sure you're all working towards the same outcomes? Because even a tiny bit of disconnect or different understanding of what success looks like can lead to wasted energy and effort, which no one can afford in the final quarter of the year. Next, let's cover your how. 
This is all about the actions, tactics, projects, and processes. It's the ways in which you get things done in service of arriving at your what. It's about what you prioritize, how you operate, how you collaborate, all that fun stuff. So here you might pose questions like, what one or two projects or initiatives are most important in getting us to that finish line? What meetings, processes, and collaborations will support our achievement? What should we stop doing, or at least postpone for now, in service of landing our what? So back to my sales team example. Based on our what conversation, it became clear that higher profitability was the primary goal. So therefore, the team was able to prioritize just a handful of initiatives designed to analyze the profit margins of each product and to identify which potential customers were most likely to be interested in only those higher tier products. Everyone on the team also reviewed their calendars to ensure they were only attending meetings that lined up with this goal, and they were postponing any activities that had been designed to drive volume. They were also able to polish their outbound sales messages to focus only on the products they wanted to highlight before year-end. So starting with strong alignment on their what enabled the team to make better choices on how they would spend their collective attention and energy in the year's final push. And finally, the all-important why. You could make the case that a what and a how are all you need. And you might not be wrong, but you would definitely be missing out on something pretty powerful. Research by McKinsey states that 82% of employees believe it's important for their company to have a purpose. And that purpose does not have to be existential. It just has to create meaning. I work with teams and organizations all the time to craft purpose statements, also sometimes called a why statement, as in why this team is essential to a particular outcome, like a positive impact to a customer or a specific contribution to company growth. A well-crafted purpose statement links a what to a why. Here are a few examples I've borrowed from clients in recent months. Our team produces compelling collateral for sales so that clients are wowed and our business grows. Or our team generates pricing strategies that enable customers to enjoy our products at a fair price while we maintain profitability. What you might notice about these statements is a few things. No one is saving babies. Each one captures a meaningful contribution to something like growth or profitability, and each describes something done only by that one team or function. The purpose of a why statement is to get the whole team rallied behind something they feel an emotional connection to, something that makes them not want to work harder, but to be more engaged in and more creative about the work that they're doing. So if your team is feeling a little burned or scattered or unsure of how best to wrap 2023, try having a golden circle session with them and see if you can land on some compelling clarity. Join me next week for another great episode. Until then, visit my website at leadabovenoise.com if your organization is looking to dial up its employee experience or deliver some leadership development that activates change. You can follow Modern Mentor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Find and follow me on LinkedIn. Thanks so much for listening and have a successful week. Modern Mentor is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Firebend with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchings. And our marketing and publicity associate is Davina Tomlin.